This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for September 19th, 2011, episode 23, California. podcast i'm your host mistaken joined as always by my co-host pk sage yes that's me hi and today's guest the sound defense hi internet uh i'd be mad about you know being slighted by mistaken but i am far too hungry he's also far too (laughs) mad about being slighted by nintendo and their second analog stick oh do not get me started about that i will not stop so this week's guest pk sage Say That's hi. me. Introduce yourself hi. a little bit if you'd like. I'm this week's guest, PK Sage. Um, I am an independent author that used to work for the lovely company Rhythm Authors for the Rock Band Network. But not anymore. Nope. Would you like to go over some of that at all? Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can drag up those memories. That's just... Ugh. So, um, this one time I made custom songs for stuff and then there was this company called Rhythm Authors and then I made custom songs for them, but for like the, that rock band video game and it was official and then I didn't anymore and now I do it by myself. Uh, so you author alone, so I can assume that you are a one person band. That's true. I, uh, I, I am on a cowboy. I'm not on a cowboy yet, but uh, I'm on a steel <laughs> horse. I ride. Um, I have other Bon Jovi references that I'm going to stop. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... Go, um, go. <laughs> I actually um, These had great tried bon to Jovi do... references you keep talking I know. about. Oh my god, I'm just... I'm solid gold. You should just keep me on here as a permanent co-host. Um, but yeah, I, I did a song by myself before I actually got into Rhythm Authors, and there was some overlap. And that was the magical song California by the Kimberly Trip that I'm sure our listeners at home are going to be uh, deluded with in this episode. Uh, and that was a long Later time on. ago. Yeah, no, I know. I was friends with their bassist, and I was like, hey, this rock band game's pretty cool. Um, and then I worked for Rhythm Authors, and now I am going into other bands. Cool. I know. <laughs> Trying to get a hold of other bands to put them in the game. Yes. And not not at all to, uh, I don't know, become groupies. Though, interestingly, this band that I'm working with right now, Dance for the Day, I know, I know, I know. But we are, we are totally groupies for them because they are an awesome <laughs> local band and you should all listen to them and shameless promotion. Do you... <laughs> You didn't even say what the name of the band was. Oh, yeah, I did. did Pay you? attention. There will be a quiz. It's the the band is it. called... Shut up, shut up. The band is called Dance for the Dying. Oh, you totally never said that. All right, well, Boom. fine. Hey. Vindicated. Hey. Didn't ask for any lip. Vindicated. So do the bands that you work with typically uh, have close connections to you? Uh, I'm I'm getting away from that more, but I think a lot of people get started with bands they have connections with. So yes, uh, this band <laughs> we actually I'm trying to remember how we learned about Dance for the Dying. I believe, yeah, our uh, our friend here locally introduced us to them, and now we uh, we love it. I got that story wrong, but it doesn't matter because none of you know what the actual story is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my wife and I had relations with their lead singer. You don't know. 
This is the God, Hollywood so. version of the story. It's going to make my fantasy so it's much true. better. We're going to get a VH1 behind the music special for the Rock Band Network, and it's going to be the dirtiest, sleaziest thing you've ever heard of. So backing us up a little bit, what got you into Rock Band and Rhythm Gaming to begin with? Oh, my. Well, I'm glad you asked, Dave. Uh, I'm not Sit Dave. down. Oh, well, That's not my name. I was thinking of a good like talk show host name. And Dave know. came to mind? Well, David Letterman. No? no, I guess. No? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You do guess. Uh, I was thinking David O'Brien. <laughs> well, hey, Sarah Rich, Rhythm Games. that's you. According Thank to you for your, pronouncing to your my name wrong. You're right. Continue. <laughs> uh, so I was a Dance Dance Revolution guy. Boom. As as the talk host Why? people are learning. I know. I know. As the arrows go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So that was that was a good game. I uh, played that from like 2001 when I was the delightful age of 13. And uh, it was fun. I, I played lots of, of the foot stompy games and I got in shape and then promptly got out of shape again when I stopped playing it. Uh, but it to was be fair. You're still a shape. It's just not the, <laughs> the preferred shape. This is a much more spherical shape. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did some UGC for that. Some user generated content. Uh, Step Mania, for... the big DDR clone was a big deal uh, back then. And I, I that was going to be my guess. Probably still is, I, I guess. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, I, I don't think it's as big a deal, but I still see people play it sometimes. Yeah. There has not been one that superseded it as far as I'm aware. Yeah. But that was that was good times, and uh, I had some interactions with artists doing that. I would try to contact people and be like, "Hey, you want to do this thing?" And they're like, "Why the hell would I want my song in DDR?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Cool, so I'm just going to release it illicitly." And then I did. Um, but then, yeah, and yeah, that that led directly because pretty customs. much into Guitar Hero, right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, and then we had the the awesome Guitar Hero one and two hacking scene, and that's how I learned about hexadecimal. So, yeah, so that was, that so was, there. I know, I know. While I'm monologuing here, uh, that was the, the whole delightful scene that I'm sure many of our listeners at home can play along with, um, Guitar Hero 2, the, uh, the wonderful, let's make huge ISOs and transfer them over our school's network and get in trouble. So you were, <laughs> game, school's network. So, uh, you were very much into the putting, you were, from the beginning, you were very much into putting extra music into the game. Yes, I, I'm a fan of putting things into other things. Uh, it's one of my... That's what I've heard about. I know, yeah. I enjoy it, really. It's it's a pastime. And uh, and I gotta say, there is the, the special magic of having your own UGC in a game, especially when your friends are like, oh, this is cool, I didn't know this song was in uh, Guitar Hero. And you're like, it's not! Ha 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 ha! And, you and, paint a very uh, bleak picture of yourself. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> this is your, uh, this is all my well. friends that I had. So many friends. All the friends, in fact. Um, but no, it was it was fun back in the day. You have your little Guitar Hero two custom ISO that you bring around on your modded PS two, and your friends are like, "Man, you're a huge nerd, but this is pretty cool." So <laughs> I still get that now. Uh, I know, right? That's what I get when I talk about the Rock Band Network. Yeah. So. Um, any major stuff from the early games that was not UGC that uh still gets you like what are my favorite uh favorite jams if you will maybe favorite jams favorite moments um i mean the the introduction to guitar favorite hero one instruments. 
Perhaps, yes. The Guitar Hero 1 was kind of a watershed moment for me, because I was like, DDR is awesome, but at that point, my DDR interest had moved from like, I have to I have to get all the, the triple A's on all the songs. I wish you could see me. I'm pushing up my glasses up my nose. Um, it had moved from there to like, ah, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to do UGC, but whatever. And then Guitar Hero was like, oh my god. Oh my god, you guys. I need to push all the buttons. I need to push them all in the right order and at the right time and get the scores that are good. Yes, it's like Guitar Freaks, but it's got five buttons. I know, and I never really got into the uh, the other Bimani instrument sims. Because back then, who would keep giant plastic instruments in their living room? <laughs> I know, right? The hell's the point of that? Uh, when Rock Band was coming out, I had posted on certain forums saying that this would be a failure because no one would ever purchase a plastic drum set for their home. <laughs> and then I never I, said I, that I, publicly, but I I thought it. Oh, I said it publicly. <laughs> I thought it really hard. So I uh I wound up a little bit wrong. <laughs> as you might as you might imagine. Um so now that we know sort of what got you what led you into the the scene, as it were, what got you to doing creators? I guess that's sort of the the uh you've always had this user generated content thing going, but what led you to really saying, All right, I definitely want to do this for rock band too. Yeah, creators. Um, creators has its own lovely, unique history from the early days, as I'm sure you guys know. Um, but like uh, the second that any any mention of it was anywhere, I was like, done, donezo, just done. And uh, and it was. It was. It, uh, I had I had spake, spaketh, and thus it was, and thus it became, and it was good. Uh, and so I got an XNA and jumped, you know, jumped right on there. And that's when I did that very first song for you listening at home. Remember, that's the Kimberly Trips California, available now for the Xbox 360. Only 80 Microsoft points. Everyone take a shot whenever he plugs something. <laughs> have to oh, that's a very dangerous game. <laughs> I have to start, start a drinking game for this stupid show. <laughs> you, you, you just issued him like a dare. It's like, how fast can I get How many listeners drunk? can I kill? Um, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are our age. Yeah, so I, I wish I had a, a more interesting Coca-Cola story, folks. I guess. But I was in with uh, our own Tom Brown, Alec Heiser, uh, who is a, a lovely gentleman. And we, uh, we would shoot the breeze, if you will, about the Rock Band Network all the time after it, it had come out. And he was all excited to reveal it to me. Uh, and so, yeah, I did some independent and then I got picked up by RA. And the rest is earlier podcast history. And you're independent independent again it's yes, sort of like yes. it's sort of like the history of harmonics <laughs> yeah, i was about to say i am just like our favorite company guys i am identical in every way wait, wait, wait you're like valve oh wait never <laughs> oh um, oh. <laughs> uh, so you've had some experience with the process we'll say uh yes I, I i wasn't on the ground floor i would like to say so you've had you've had uh myriad of stories to tell i'm sure but maybe we won't tell them well <laughs> it's, um, it's worth mentioning that california was a launch song for rbn one so so take a drink right um (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) um but what are some of your favorite things about the process um now that i'm back in the groove of doing uh you know songs from the ground up myself again i can give a much better answer to this than i like it when they assign me a thing and i do it (laughs) um i like it when i have a sign 
pants. I like um, it when I have a job. <laughs> One of the earliest blog pieces on rockband.com uh, talked about how cool the process was, mostly because they got to listen to the stems uh, individually and they, they gave cool anecdotes about how uh, they'd listen to like the vocal stem and there'd be like dudes, uh, you know, making jokes in the background or whatever, little things that survived even on these masters from the 70s and 80s, you know. And uh, that's that's a big part of it. I love taking songs, especially that I like that I'm working with now, uh, bands that I've sought out individually. That was that was not at all a veiled hit against Rhythm Authors. I promise. I only I only super hated like two or three songs we did through Rhythm Authors. Um, hey, you're not gonna like everything. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. Um, but that's really cool. Uh, for actual authoring, um, there's still the magic in lying to, laying down a perfect guitar track on the first try and not having to reassign a million gems because you messed up on relative pitches. Yeah, or it's like, oh, great. He uses six notes here, not five. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you use six notes in a riff, jerk face? Uh, what an ass. I know, right? Um, yeah, and then... that too. <laughs> the the other best moment though is definitely seeing stuff hit the store because that's just like yes, and it's yeah, it's just, like a moment of accomplishment. I know it's like, it's your baby, your your horrible squalling red faced UGC baby that so you gestated in your audio workshop. And I'm gonna stop making this analogy now. I'm kind of disgusted. Now. I know you should. Kind of interesting. You you mentioned the stems thing because I actually had a similar moment <laughs> um, when we had when we got stems for. Hard to see by thousand uh, by five finger death by yes fingers. yeah I almost said thousand foot crutch that's that Christian band it's totally unrelated I think that was after um, I left the five maybe, finger death I don't remember song. but when we got that I listened to the stems of that because I love that song and yeah. just listened to it over and over again I was like this is so cool uh, now that we know some of your favorite things <laughs> of the process what about some of your least favorites ah. Uh, well, sometimes like people working with working with me. I know. Is not Some, sometimes people invite me on podcasts, <laughs> and it's just oh, it's the worst. It's the dumps. It's the pits. Um, no, uh, every now and then, um, I there's there's songs, uh, and this was more uh, rhythm authors. Again, not a hit against rhythm authors, but more when it was songs uh, that I might not have sought out myself. Um, BPM mapping, along with other drawbacks of. I don't want to say sloppy playing, but playing that does not map super well to rock band. Uh, I have very distinct memories of one of my first Rhythm Authors songs. Uh, I will not name the title because I don't want people to get upset with it, but the guitar stem had like a million <laughs> accidentals and stuff. And we went back and forth on that for like literally six or more weeks before a, uh, a final version was passed. And uh, it was just, it was a mess. And like the song itself wasn't too bad, but oh my God, when it's, when you have arguments literally lasting over half an hour on like, this should be an orange gem. I swear I will come over and kill your family. If this makes it to PR as a red gem, that's not, that's not cool, but it hasn't changed. Um, since you <laughs> we still get sloppy stuff. We still get disagreements in our channel. And then uh, relatively recently I've had, hour long arguments about whether or not something should be solos let's just say yeah. <laughs> let's not bring that up sound defense and I might or might not be on opposite ends of that argument but fortunately we are all one big family in the big authoring companies and we all love each other very well, you're much not well yeah she shut up you out, hey. but yeah hey <laughs> hey hey <laughs> anyway now that we've made it thoroughly awkward and, I love you guys um hey. So with the recent with the recent with the recent changes with the of recent oh my god 
the recent changes that uh, Rock Band 3 and Rock Band Network 2.0 have brought us, what are your thoughts on all of that stuff? Is it good? Is it bad? Well, I, I would say that I like, I like it very much. Uh, Don't talk like this. <laughs> um, I'll throw you no, off it's, my show. I, uh, I, I, like everybody else, I imagine, I was like, oh, holy sweet Jesus tits in God America. It's going to be like uh, the, the worst thing ever to have to do keys do have to and that? pro keys and <laughs> all, all of the different parts all the time. But it hasn't, it hasn't been too bad so far. Um, I'm only working right now on my second keys enabled RBN2 song. Uh, and pro keys has its own set of unique challenges. But uh, but no, mostly I, I think it's great to be able to author harmonies, especially because most of the time you can just like copy and paste part of your harm one stem over there or a track, I guess, and then be like, oh, you're you're a different pitch now. Enjoy. But that is pretty I satisfying. Yeah. Until you go sloppy. Yeah. But <laughs> well, no, you, you still copy and paste anyway. Yeah, they that's want you rule. to the match. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it's right. For our fault. They're terrible. Rule. Okay. Well, wait, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I thought you were saying something completely different than what you actually said. We can talk about that later. So as part of <laughs> as part of this interview, and because we started doing it recently, I thought we could run through your top ten favorite tracks that use five lanes because <laughs> you chose guitar as your instrument. And then asked if I could, you could do bass, and then I said sure. <laughs> oh my god, I feel I feel so honored. I get to do a top ten list. Like this uh, is you're where the second person. I know you so need you need to do honored. like sweet overdubs to this podcast of like huge explosion noises and drum you know drum rolls to introduce um, each thing and come yeah, on. We don't have the budget for that. We we so... expect only the highest, only the highest quality. No, we don't have the budget for that. There's a reason that I use my own music as the interlude music <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> I have the rights to that, so I can do it. So It's also pretty anyway. sweet music. And also, you uh, listening along at home, doing the drinking game, can take shots when I plug Mystican's music, too. Take Just take shots whenever <laughs> Sage says something. Autumns of Optimism, now for sale. ADMSP. Let's start rolling through that top ten, because we got a lot to go through. No, that we have all the time. All the times. So, number ten, I would say, is Iron Maiden's famous Hallowed Be Thy Name live, uh, simply because it's just like guitar solos everywhere forever. Mm -hmm. um very fun uh these are Definitely. guitar unless uh, i say otherwise by the way um one of sound defense's songs for drums even oh good it's it's yeah, a fun time hallowed be my name that was somewhere on my list good times good times uh, great track number nine i would say is according to you by orianthi because i really oh, like yeah. this song uh the Ooh. chart itself is is whatever outside of the solo but it's so much fun to play along with the rest of the song i love you forever uh, um <laughs> that song is great that song's so great <laughs> Orianthi's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really solid. I uh, I, uh, I five lightered that right away, and I keep playing it over and over. The great thing about that song is, like, when I was listening to it for the first time, and I was like, "All right, this is chick that's trying to be uh, Kelly Clarkson." <laughs> so I was like, "Whatever." And then this ripping guitar solo hits, <laughs> and then later you're and like, "Oh god, like, she recorded that." She? Herself. I was like, "Yeah, no." But I was gonna say, like, I was like, "Who the hell did she get to come in and record that for her?" Oh, she did it herself. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, exactly. Oh, she's confess, played guitar I with still Steve don't Vai. Have that song actually, she's kind of good. <laughs> so I'll need you guys help for uh, number eight because it's one of the widespread she's panic songs from RBN, and it's I I want to say it's Chili Water. It's whichever has like the three guitar solos in it. Don't look at me, man. I don't buy songs off the network. <laughs> so for those of you at home, it's that one widespread panic song on guitar. Please go buy it. Um, Probably the highest seven. tier one. 
Let's Man, you are at so. a computer. Oh, fine. <laughs> let me let me make the ticky tack noises in the background while I go through the rest of my list here. You're welcome, listeners. That's the sound defense's fault right there. Hang on, let me let me just. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they won't. You like up. that? And if it does, I will just boost it so that it won't be loud. <laughs> so, um, in the meantime, I'll go through the rest of the list. Uh, number seven is, of course, the inimitable Hysteria by Muse. You can't pass that up because of having on guitar, or bass, both or both. Yes. I, I'm <laughs> okay. sorry, you can't look at Hysteria and not not consider both parts. Um, I agree. And then uh, I, I saw a great YouTube comment recently that said that the bass chart was BS because, yo, he strums everything. <laughs> I mean, that that was go ahead and strum it all, bro. I don't mind. Yeah. We'll be here. Uh, let's see. I would like this list of downloadable songs for the Rock Band series. Thank you. Number six would be Shockwave by Black Tide, an oldie but goodie in terms of Rock Band. Shock Black Tide is so cool in the fact that, like, I feel like Rock Band just, like, skyrocketed their popularity. Oh, oh yes, because that was back in the days where if you were an indie band that got official DLC, it was like, everyone suddenly cares about you. Yeah, I mean, with them and Evile, mm-hmm. both I can see felt that. like they just sort of, like, but especially them, like, they were everywhere for a while. Like, they were huge. Yeah, um, I imagine that once they release another album, they'll probably be big again, as long as it's DLC supported, because they get, you know, they're popular. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't keep up with metal it's, it's scene a, that much, but didn't they play, like, a bunch of shows with some huge metal band, like Metallica or something, after they got famous? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. they covered Hit the Lights on their album. Oh, yeah, I that was nice. what I was thinking of. Yeah, I need but, to pick up that album, because I have all of the songs on Rock Band, and all of them are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, is them and Crooked X the other band? Yes. And Crooked yes. X you can watch get better through time, which is <laughs> great. <laughs> and we, we can now have the errata for my number eight. It is actually Surprise Valley Live by Widespread Panic. There you go. Highly recommended for go. any guitar Surprise fan. Valley Live. Look it up. So number five is my, uh, my black horse of, of the list. It is Misery by Maroon 5. And my wife is going to glare at me for this one because I play that song way too much. Uh, it's mostly because I, I think the song is amazing, but the guitar chart is just, it's a nice little basic uh, funk guitar chart, and it's really, really fun in a simplistic way. Uh, it's just... Would Harder to Breathe be more fun? Um, I'm, I'm digging Misery, man. I gotta say, like, All for right. me, Maroon 5 had always just been, like, random pop radio band, and then they did the oh, newest cool. pack, and yeah. I was like, wait, these are really fun to play. So... Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for Harder to Breathe. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, if, if we have another disc release, that was my my money was on it being a disc release. But what's a disc? What's a rock band for? We don't know. Number four, the top four, uh, Riding the Storm Out by yes. REO Speedwagon. I love this track. Uh, can, cannot be denied on both guitar and drums, I believe. Yes, I think I said we'd have seen it on drums. I don't drum very much. But and I was amazed. I go. was like, this song's like way too hard to say we'd have But guitar right. is so much fun. It, it's just oh god i has two solos yes. right i think so yes yeah. and the rest of the song like the filler between the solos is really fun mm-hmm. so but the solos especially are really really fun i don't know i'm enjoying being able to to puppeteer the uh tension here for this top 10 list everyone's at home like is he going to mention my favorite song i'm Does going he like to metal? edit out all of the tension <laughs> no tension for you no. number, number three number nine number eight number seven <laughs> yeah no it's uh, just gonna number be three it's just gonna change the order shut up shut up i'm, I'm trying to take over your <laughs> podcast attention god. Already. god be be more number three you know, yes like a fool by seamus yeah the famous the famous nice. uh free 20 dlc uh on both guitar and bass just like hysteria i was thinking about i haven't played bass on that 
I, I was oh, thinking, it's so good. I was thinking about the 23 recently and how if you just bought Rock Band 3, <laughs> <laughs> could you ever get that 23 now? I think you can still find sealed copies of Rock Band 2 in can stores. You? Can you really? I mean, if they have, if they have copies <laughs> of ACDC on shelves still, like, still. Honoring the codes? Yeah. You can do code redemption still. still? You can do it from within Rock Band 3 even. Interesting. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's going to work for the 23, though. For no, it does. I think there was a... Yeah. It was on Twitter? I saw it somewhere. Someone had asked, and he was like, oh, yeah, just go to your redeem code thing in Rock Band 3. That's interesting. That's inter like, I use that redeem that's code thing, and you know, it gets me the import for Rock Band 2. Because remember, the 23 is just a, a pack on the server somewhere. It's just one big download. So Right now, I know it's easy for them, but the, they still got to give them something. But... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 23 was awesome. It's really the, true. it's probably the only trick to make you buy a new game <laughs> that I've actually liked. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, well, other companies take the opposite approach and they take stuff on disc, make it DLC and make you pay for it. Well, or Ooh. they say, "Yo, you want to play online? Be real nice if you bought our game new, huh?" <laughs> anyway, this is not this is not the venue for this. <laughs> not the time, no the place. No. Number Next. 2. Number two, Blue Collar Man by Styx. Yes. Uh, Everywhere, I am, I am everything, yes. such a huge yes. loser. Uh, <laughs> that REO Styx pack was like one of my favorite packs of all time. It's probably the best uh, pack to ever come out, Rock Man. I, I, I could have included pretty much all the other Styx songs on this list too, but Blue Collar Man is the standout song for me. I agree. Blue Collar Man. Re-record. Still super awesome. Oh my god, those re-records sound just like the original. Spoilers. Even though it's a different singer. Um, I know. I know. That song may or may not be pretty high up on my favorite drums list. There you go. So. Look, I'm just, I'm just laying them down as I see them here. Yeah. Boom. So what is, what is Mr. Sage, if I, may call, if I may be so formal? You may not, but I don't mind. Okay. Mr. Sage, <laughs> what is the greatest <laughs> song, in your opinion, to have been released on the Rock Band platform for five-lane instrumentation? <laughs> Well, Mr. Mystican, I'm going to have to go with the entirety of the hot work pack. No, no, but it's it's actually Cowboy Song Live by Thin Lizzy. That's an interesting one. I know, and it's it's it has a special uh, place in my rock band heart of hearts because it just has a uh, has a certain I'm playing guitar in front of a live audience vibe that is just filled with uh hopos and other shenanigan acronyms that we know in the community and it's just it's it's always a fun experience to play that song and just jam mm -hmm. and i think no other song holds as special a place in my heart of hearts as that song um so you think that being live really accentuated that song i, I would say so because yeah the and I, the, this yeah the studio version isn't nearly as good anyway so yeah it's like it's like kiss in that regard i actually thought yeah, that that yeah. could probably apply to a lot of live songs because you know, uh, audio quality-wise, you know, people sort of rag on them, but as far as instrumentation goes, people like to show off when they're playing live. We 
usually do when we have a guest on. We have two songs by the guest and two songs from Rhythm Author. So let's get right into them. PK Sage, what do you have for us to start off? Let's let's start with my more recent song, which is Come Outside by Anybody Who's Anybody. That's uh, that is "Come Outside" by a band that unfortunately no one has ever heard of anywhere. Anybody who's anybody, and that would be because it is made up of my coworker Sean, who is actually quite a talented singer and guitarist, who started what is very literally a garage band with his other coworkers and friends, and. Uh, I did it for him to get myself back warmed up into the rock band network after a long hiatus, and I think it turned out okay. The Sound Defense, would you like to comment on my story or the charts we've just observed? I think I would, but first I'll comment on the song itself. Uh, I like it a bunch because it sort of reminds me of, it's like a mostly classic rock, but it feels sort of like, you know, garage alternative kind of modern-esque kind of thing. That didn't come across very well, but mostly it, it sort of feels like a classic rock homage, and I like songs like that, sort of like Jet, and it makes for pretty awesome rock band chart, especially on guitar. I think Jet's a really good comparison. I was thinking like ZZ Top, but not quite <laughs> so beardy. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned that your friend was a really good guitarist, and that really shows on this, I think. Yeah, for, this was their first attempt at doing any kind of uh, professional music recording, and I think they they knocked it out of the park for a garage band, you know? I'd say so, dang. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say if you're, lo- if you're looking for a pretty damn good uh, guitar chart, then I think this is uh, this is a really good place to start. What you guys think? I yeah, think so. Good. It's sort of, if if it's like you've got you know the the movement sort of hopo kind of stuff and chord stuff mixed in. It's all happening at the exact same time, which is fun to watch. I'm glad to hear it. And uh, the rest of their music for this band is uh, like, that's the kind of lead single feel. They kind of made that one a little more mainstream poppy and the other ones are a little more gritty. Uh, I think they would have appreciated your comparisons to like Jet and ZZ Top. So I don't know. They, they told me to point people at their MySpace, I think. But what's a MySpace? Is it 2008? I mean, they should I get a band camp. <laughs> I know. I've actually told them as much. So uh, their music is up on iTunes or something. I don't know. So Yeah, like bands, they still use MySpace. I think Bad Religion still relies on MySpace as like their primary website entirely, which is really weird. Huh. It is pretty weird, considering Bad Religion should have a website. <laughs> yeah, they did for a while, but now it's a MySpace. I don't get it. Strange. Well, yeah. So that stuff's good. I didn't pay attention to bass because bass. But uh, drums <laughs> look pretty fun too. Uh, but a lot simpler than guitar. Yeah, it's not a uh, nothing special. And I'm the author. I'm allowed to say that it's nothing special. <laughs> so, uh, so sound defense. What's the uh, the first song that you have for us? Um, the first week? and only song that I always I say have. first, even though it's the only one. <laughs> yes, only song I have. It is a song I've never heard before. I have no idea just what gonna I'm going to pull back the veil on that right now. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've never heard this song, so I don't know what what to expect. It's a group called Jutbox, and the song's name is Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
feeling my swag as I'm rubbing on the body while she's popping that ass. You top like an OG, baby little mama, you know me. Got her yelling, yeah, yeah, yelling, she really gonna show me. Dodging felons, they ain't no telling, you really gonna pull me. Hitting bottom, bottom, while she's singing la la. And that song was Okay by Jutbox. Uh, Sage, what are your thoughts on that song? Well, I wish I hadn't used up all of my priceless feedback before we were on the air. But uh, no, the um, the bass chart was very, uh, I know this is going to be a weird comparison for this song, but Lady Gaga-esque in the, the particular synths they used for the bass there, which was actually kind of nice. I liked it. I can see that um, comparison now that you point it out. That yeah. does make a yeah, that... Yes, <laughs> is all I can really say to that. I Correct. 100% agree. And I, I appreciate me sometimes some synths on bass, but uh, but mostly I, I find I have to compare it to the uh, Timeless Rhythm Authors release of Top Back, um, because that's just I mean come on guys who doesn't the other hip hop song who, we did? who doesn't own Top <laughs> yeah. Back, but uh, but people I, who hate themselves. It's true. In in all seriousness, it has uh, from the sound of it, we did not see a previewed vocal chart in our our lovely video provided by Mystican, but I imagine Sorry. that a lot of that is pitched, which is nice. Because a lot of the the argument against hip hop and rap and rock band is that it's all talkies and what's the fun in that? And I I'm a whiny forums poster, but that had a lot of pitched in it. And uh, I, despite all of the flack, I'm sure a lot of people would give the song. I I think it's listenable. It's definitely listenable. It's very it's super easy listening. Yeah, like Topback's sort of like it's Topback's really high energy. Like yeah. really, when you think about it. Oh, it's rap music. Oh, I saw uh, ELX perform it live at uh, at <laughs> so PAX. You've seen the yeah. full energy of Top mm. Back. <laughs> oh my goodness, that ELX brings to that song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this song is a lot more laid back. It's sort of smooth. Sort of just drift along with it. Uh, so it's, it's because of that it's sort of not too difficult. I think Sound Defense and I have talked about the idea of a warm down song before. Oh yeah, you you bring that up like every single podcast, dude. I bring that up whenever we have a song that's <laughs> tiered in the first three tiers, Sound Defense. <laughs> but uh, this one, like, is it's I just can't describe it other than like smooth and just sort of calming, and like not overtly anno- like annoying or anything like you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just something something you would hear. You would hear someone blasting in their car stereo while low riding down the hallway. Well, they'd be like rolling with it and popping with it and what have you. Whatever driving through a hallway. Hey, that was don't don't question me. (laughs) I could see that, you know, but like going slow, you know, they're not bouncing the car. They're not doing nothing crazy. They're just going slow. Taking it slow. I think it's really calming. I, I, I hate to be the one to break the news, but we are so white. Oh, amazingly. Oh, Jesus. I am the whitest guy. <laughs> I'm fluorescent. You kidding me? <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I mean, if you... we There's a lot of people out there that are, you know, metal. But if you're into the sort of hip-hop stuff... I think this is probably a good thing to look into. No, I think this hopefully is an excellent hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, vocals is as you say pitched, so that it's a, little, a bit more fun. Uh, even if it's not, though, I think it, it, it's something to look into and something kind of cool. I think if we didn't pitch some of that chorus, there was a failure on our part somewhere. Yeah, probably. Um, Sage, what is the second song that you have for us this week? Well, that would actually be the very first song that I ever authored, Baby's first Rock Band Network song, which is called California. The very first California, I'd like to point out, not all those other poser Slim Shady Californias that we now have in the Rock Band Network. And it is by a Sacramento, California-based band called The Kimberly Trip. 
Listeners, that was the lovely California by the Kimberly Trip, a pop rock anthem for the ages. Indeed. That's a pretty sweet song. I know. Can I, I sell them say, or what? Makes me want to move out to California. <laughs> Maybe. But no one's from there. True. Oh. <laughs> My brother lives in California. I, do, I also appreciate songs that advise me to just go, <laughs> um, which I also appreciate. Um, I think that this song is pretty well balanced. Again, I didn't watch bass because bassists. But um, <laughs> sorry, bassists, but you know what the deal is. Yeah, you know us by now. <laughs> you knew we what you care. were getting into. Yeah, you knew what you're getting into. You download this. Um, but it seemed like vocals, guitar, and drums all had their parts that were all um, that were fun. You know, they oh, all yeah. had their parts that were interesting throughout the song. Yeah, I actually, uh, I went over the Kimberly Tripp's entire library with them, and they were like, hey, this new song we did, because at the time, this was a brand spanking new, like, we almost got day-to-date with the album by a few months, I think, uh, nice. song. And they were like, oh, and it happens to be really rock band appropriate, so let's do it. It's pretty sweet. Sound it yeah, uh, yeah, that it's one of those songs that it's not uh, particularly difficult, but just the way the song is charted makes it a lot of fun to play. With, without being frustrating because you get screwed up sometimes. Except for that one guitar part, which I'm pretty sure is there. And, and that one drum <laughs> fill, what the heck was that? <laughs> that drum fill's sweet. <laughs> There's a couple drum bits that are pretty sweet, I think. I, I do have to be uh, completely clear with our listeners at home. Unfortunately, because this song was actually a Rock Band Network 1 launch song back in March of 2009, it does not have accurately charted pro drums. Sadly. And I, I apologize with the, all the depths of my heart for all of you hardcore drummers. You don't but, have to uh, talk about that. No, no, it's the, 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 sapuku, the sapuku's already happening. We have to pay for that now. Thanks, sound effects. <laughs> um, Christ. Yeah, I was going to hum a Beatles song earlier. You don't do but, that. Uh... <laughs> that will get us taken out of iTunes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Could you, could you compare. I, hmm, I'm just trying to think. Could you compare this to something like Rose, Rose of Jericho? But I think it's a lot heavier than the stuff that they do typically. You think? It's, it's, I'd say it's it's more like pure rock and rollish than Rose of Jericho is. Yeah, their stuff's a lot more lighter. Their singer is a lot more verbose, or not verbose, but um, singy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, say so, so just the part where I don't understand how to talk about songs. So this <laughs> is where I start making up. Dude, words. I'm I'm Feel honestly it. lost on band analogies too. I mean, you could almost say some of the poppier, uh, less ska and grungy parts of No Doubt. Remind me a little bit of this, but I, I, I don't know. see that. I, I yeah, just... I definitely think so, sort of like a heavier, less vocal focused Rose of Jericho or something like that, or you know, like you said, the sort of less Scottish, no doubt stuff. Yeah. Um, but definitely look into it if you're into pop stuff. I think it's a it's a good song. It's, it looks fun to play, especially on guitar and vocals. I, I just call it straight pop rock. Honestly, that's what I'm leaning toward as well. What it's just cool? kind of. Good old-fashioned pop rock. Can't have pop rock without coke. Oh, but then your stomach would explode. Like that episode of uh, Foster Solomon all comes back. (laughs) That episode of Make a Sex LR. Anyway, let's kick off to the final song of the evening. The song everyone has been waiting for. Oh my song god! That already came out. Once. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I can't take it. The Rock Band Three version of A Prophecy by Asking Alexander. I can't take you. I can't take you. 
a taste of asking Alexandria's song, A Prophecy, the updated version. Sound defense. What do you think Sage is going to say about this song? Uh, <laughs> I think he's probably going to mention the keys. That's my guess. Sage, what do you say about the song? I I was thinking of mentioning the keys. Um, interesting. But no, I I, I, heard. I would like to give the the overall summary first because I am not normally a, a metal purchaser or listener. Uh, I am not anti metal at all. I am I am not metal repellent. You can't purchase wait, me wait, in wait, a wait, store. Wait, hold on. Let me back this up. But, you don't, you're not a big metal fan, but you work on the network. What are you I know. some sort of hobgoblin? What, like, what the I hell is understand. this? It's, it's, yeah. I live in a bizarro universe. I'm Isn't sorry to reveal. Everything on Rockman Network was screamy <laughs> death metal. Like mm-hmm. I like metal fans. I respect their beliefs, but you know, <laughs> it's just not for me. One hundred and twenty percent of the songs. All the songs. <laughs> All the songs and then and then some. Anyway. But I would like to say, with that important caveat, hey, hey, caveat, um, that this was a very, very good song. I, I would consider purchasing this now, having just seen it played through once. I uh, appreciate that. The the mm-hmm. guitar work was very, very good. Rock band network store near you. Just <laughs> <laughs> mosey down the street. Can I have some packets? Give me some Maybe. of them packets. Ask your local, ask, ask your local FYE. Uh, so, uh, so shut up if so I can keep talking. Local <laughs> um, the guitar part was really good. Uh, the drum part was very fun for people who like, I believe John Drake referred to it as run in place bass pedal, despite it not being, uh, 2X bass. Though really none of it was, it was too bad. Um, and yes, and oh, and the keys. Did we mention the keys? Were we going to talk about the keys? Yeah. There's some keys in there. Sound defense, why don't you talk about the keys? You put those keys in there. The, the keys are fault, so I, I was figured. partially responsible for I the keys. Uh, I was uh, I was about to go on vacation, and ELX is like, but what about the keys? And so I threw him some transcriptions real quick, and I made them. I intentionally uh, made uh, the keys correspond to uh, the most difficult parts I could hear at the time. Which <laughs> that's how we roll. Yeah, that's it's, it's how I roll. I didn't I didn't think at the time that it was going to be quite as bad as it was. But the other day, I finally pick up the song in the store and I play these incredibly fast uh, chords. So you just have to like do this weird vibrating thing with your wrist in order to hit them. <laughs> and <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's not the it's not the entirety of the keys. There is a, an extended lead part that looks oh, yeah. really fun. Yes. That, that, uh, that part is a lot of... I've, I've only played it on Pro Keys, and it's difficult to do on Pro Keys, but once you get the hang of it, it is a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, overall, there's... there's Well, I guess um the first uh, minute or two of the the keys is actually, you know, pretty slow chords. And, you know, that's sort of relaxing, but it's sort of like a, a red herring, shall we say. Just <laughs> completely unprepare you for the insanity that is to follow afterwards indeed uh not giving away anything too major we might have some more keys red herrings coming in the future oh my spoilers yeah no one could under no one could ever guess what i'm talking about so i can say it <laughs> yeah you're, but... you're actually gonna have to tell me what you're talking about afterward on recording. <laughs> yeah i'll tell you uh sage can probably hear too it i doubt it fucking uh, matters and uh, i gotta censor that anyway as, as blasphemous as it is do not forget listeners that you can play five keys on your guitar controller which i feel like that keys part would actually be kind of fun on a guitar totally so oh, that would actually work really well you know with the fast strumming and the finger and awesome hopos, hopos, yeah. mm-hmm. that would actually be a really good candidate for that um since this update is literally entirely for uh harmonies and keys i think you should talk about harmonies a bit sound defense since you worked on that yeah, the uh, the harmonies for asking Alexandria's songs are, well, a few of them. Not the final episode, but um, what was I going to say? A prophecy harmonies. A prophecy harmonies. Uh, 
Asking Alexandria is one of those songs that's really fun to do harmonies on because if you listen to the song carefully, there's like three distinct uh, singers that you can sort of pick out of the song. And so I was able to extract, you know, what each person's singing and, you know, put it on an appropriate harmony line and keep it consistent throughout the entire song, which is really cool. Because like whenever you have like a low growly voice, it's going to be on harmony two. The higher pitched ones would be harmony one or three. And I think that's something that would be a lot of fun for people singing the song. Also, the chorus is incredibly cool because you have three different uh, pitched harmony lines singing different things all at once. That's the uh, the the their their chorus harmonies are always what get me yeah. uh, for an asking Alexandria tracks. Whenever they launch into that, I'm like, all right, yeah, the song's good. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> and, uh, is where I like this song. The, well, this is where I'm convinced that I'm going to purchase this song. <laughs> podcast if you'd like to learn more about rhythm authors you can go to rhythmauthors.com follow us on twitter if you like the podcast you can subscribe to us on itunes so you get everything as soon as possible and if you want to know more about the rock band network you can go to rockbandnetwork.com or creators.rockband.com if you are for some reason interested in me or any of the things i do you can check out uh, my various rock band videos on youtube at sound defense rb you can check out my rants and raves about the video game industry on my Twitter at, at the Sound Defense. And you can also see my various writings at cracked.com and nintendogal.com. I am PK Sage, an independent author, and uh, you've heard about all of my past songs, so I'm going to take a few seconds to plug my sweet future songs. By the time you're listening to this podcast, I imagine my new song Echo by Dance for the Dying is out. It is 80 Microsoft points. That's $1. And you should all buy it because it is an excellent pop rock track much like the one you've heard just a few short minutes ago. Uh, we are also going to be doing other songs from their EP, so please check them out online, danceforthedying.bandcamp.com, uh, and they are super awesome. Now, a lot of authors also do the whole thing where it's like, dudes, we got some awesome stuff in the works, but we can't tell you about it because we might get sued. And uh, I might get sued too, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, there is a very strong chance uh, that I will be doing the Jukebox the Ghost first album uh, to fill in our jukebox, the ghost Ooh. population on rock band network, uh, not the whole album, but a good selection of five songs. Uh, and I'm saying this now, but with the usual disclaimer of don't get your hopes up. Things can fall through. I am a terrible person, et cetera. No, no, don't you know, don't you know podcast law? Once it's said on the podcast, oh, I'm, I'm dead. It's over. No more. Uh, and yeah, and the rest of my stuff in the works, I, I will remain tight lipped about for now because then I would look very foolish when it inevitably falls through. And, and I just took like four shots. <laughs> I hope you're and all dead can follow at home you, now. Sage. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PK Sage. Uh, you can follow all the bands I mentioned at their appropriate random social media thingies. And uh, I'm going to be starting a thread probably on rockband.com. So, so look for that in case it wasn't, uh, in case it wasn't abundantly clear, the song peppered throughout this podcast during the breaks was Echo by the band that Sage was mentioning earlier. Um, if you want to find me, I like saying boom. Find what? I like saying boom. Keep talking. Boom. 
If you'd like to find me on the internet, you can follow me on YouTube at Mistaken or Mistaken SH. You can find me on Twitter at, at Mistaken. You can find my writings at the PMS Clan website or, or, or GameZone.com. Oh, and if you would like to listen to my original music, you can listen to that at Mistaken.Bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. P.K. Sage, thank you for joining us on this wonderful day of days. It was the most immense pleasure I have ever had the pleasure of pleasuring. You're right about immense. <laughs> You're right about immense. And then ponies. Yeah, well, shut up. Ponies. But, but yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what is today? When people listen to this, it'll probably have already happened. But today, Next Thursday, Monday. September 15, is two days from new ponies. <laughs> new new ponies. ponies. New ponies on Saturday? Oh my god, my wife is giving me the death glare. She's, <laughs> she's not into so. I know. I, I'm pretty I much haven't the even seen person. the old ponies. I'm sure I can find them on YouTube because Hasbro no, doesn't you don't, give a shit. You, you don't want to watch the old ponies. No. All right. Um, cool beats. Elex wanted me to write a song called California. <laughs> he also wanted me to write a song called, uh, write a version of Fur Elise when there's like 10 versions of that in the region. <laughs> <laughs> Creators, you should do the uh, Sufjan Stevens thing and do a song for every state. Fuck that <laughs> Wyoming, why do I live here? Fuck you, Rhode Island. No one gives a shit. So, Rhode Island's all right. That's true. No one we gives a shit about Wyoming. Let's be serious. <laughs> Wait, what's what's Wyoming? Exactly. Uh -oh. Here's you want a part you can edit out of the show. I can sure suck a mean. D